0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stossi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to have two fellow Canadians here today. And we're going to talk about what it's like to be Canadian. So I want to thank Amy and Juby for coming here today.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome back, both of you, which will be confusing for anybody who's like, Amy's never <laughs> been on your podcast. Wait. I'm pretty sure Amy, ours comes out and like, Either it's January or December. I had to actually map it out that like the season finale <laughs> for this part. Well, a uh, real life was obviously will have a different uh, season finale, but like Unplugged will have like the finale is like February 7th, 2024.
2: Woo. she's a scheduled (laughs) girly
0: a little little far out just a tad bit but welcome welcome back both of you podcast friends um for anyone this is their first podcast thank you so much for tuning in I really appreciate you and for my returning listeners you guys are awesome I super love you know coming back here but uh anyways before we get started why don't we do a quick round of introductions uh Amy you go first
1: oh put me on the spot (laughs) I know I'm
0: putting you right on the spot
1: Yeah, so my name is Amy, well, not my real name, but technically my middle name, but hey, we'll go with that, you know. Um, Yeah, so I'm a Canadian simmer because that's the theme today's Canadians, right? Yes. (laughs) And yeah, I've been simming for feels like thousands of years, Um, (laughs) but I mostly do builds and stuff and speed builds on YouTube and put stuff on Instagram and the old Twitter and yeah, that's kind of... That's kind of me in a nutshell, so.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome back. Juby, welcome back.
1: Hello. Nice to be here. Um, my name
2: is Juby. I am also a Canadian Simmer. Uh, I think same thing. I've been like playing The Sims forever, but I've been mainly building since 2019, 2020, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like building things, and I post them on places, and people like them, and that's how I found the community. <laughs>
0: Uh, I love it, but uh, welcome, anyways, welcome ladies. I, what what was your experience like to stumble? Do you guys remember who your other first Canadian simmer you talked to was? And like, what was the experience knowing that like you weren't alone um, when it came to being a Canadian simmer?
1: Oh my gosh. I have to think about this one because like, uh, same with Juby, like I started back in 2019, right? So mm-hmm.
2: I'm trying to think because there's been there's been like there's so many people that to be fair with privacy they don't want to always say where they're from yeah and so like for a really long time I just said I was from the Pacific Northwest because okay that's where I am I'm in the Pacific Northwest and um and then I finally was like oh okay I guess I can say Canada and then shortly after I did that I can't remember their username because this was so long ago but there was one person that like messaged me and they were from I want to say east coast um the maritime area and they were like oh my god I'm from Canada too it's like nice to meet another Canadian Mm simmer, and I'm like oh my god we exist like it was actually it was weird because it almost felt like I was like the same level at that point like it's like there's really no difference between humans for me. Like we're kind of all the same and how we interact online in a way. Yeah. But it was like, there was just a moment of like clarity and like familiarity when you meet somebody else that's like from your same
1: country kind mm-hmm. of thing. I don't know. That was it for me.
0: I, I like it. Amy, how about you?
1: Um, I honestly can't remember our usernames either because it was like a while ago now. <laughs> but, um, But I just remember like, When I joined, because I first joined Instagram, and then I switched over to, like, joining Twitter as well, and that's when I started seeing more, I think there was, like, I think it was, like, one or two people that were, like, from Canada, I guess, and Mm -hmm. then I saw it on their profile, because they had it listed, and I was like, whoa, there's people from Canada that are similar, so I I don't know, I was pretty excited about that, too, because I was like, yeah, you know, it's not many of us, but we're here, so...
0: (laughs) I, I love that. It was, it was the same feeling of being like, holy shit, like I'm not like the only Canadian because you, you see a lot of sippers be very proud of being like, oh, like I'm American, but I live in Brazil. And, and I like, think these are the languages I speak and stuff like that. And I'm um, kind of like, GBI, I used to hide that I was Canadian from the first year because I didn't think that like I'd be taken seriously.
1: Yeah. It, I, I know that sounds so weird. No, I felt like that too. That's why I never yeah. put it on my profile for a while. Like, I, I I think I still don't have it on there, but you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And then it was like a year ago and I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna say I'm a Canadian. And then there, and people were like, Oh my God, like you're Canadian. I'm a Canadian. Like, I think it's just, we're, so, I think we're just so polite. And we're like, we don't want to cause like any drama. So like, we're just Canadian and we're just, you know, we're just here. Uh, I think the craziest thing is I did an interview first season with a girl who currently lived in my hometown and it was so much fun getting to chat with her. Cause she was significantly younger than me. Of being like like what was it like what's it like for you to be in my hometown like right now and, and it was it's just stuff like that but the most canadian thing and you, you ladies have to correct me if i'm wrong is we talk about the weather like <laughs> a lot
1: <laughs> yep all the time <laughs>
2: I'm pretty uh, sure on Stassi and I's first like first time we did this podcast together I think you literally had a 25 minute conversation about the weather. Yes. Like we just did on our very first time even have been meeting it was kind of funny I remember that.
0: I think it's so funny that's literally how we like gate It's like oh you know gonna be 18 tomorrow it's gonna be sunny like we can't wait like we're always like so excited for the weather like if you're like yeah. if you ask an American being like yo what's the weather like I don't know it's like 90 Fahrenheit yeah and then it just ends there but like but like what about like what's the weather gonna be like tomorrow or like the weekend and they're like I don't know
2: I know the 10-day forecast <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah like at can. any time I know the yeah 10 to 14 day I'm like okay so it's gonna rain this weekend so I gotta get all my shit done I think it's just because I mean I'm currently in Ontario. So we truly really have four seasons here. Um actually I'm going to lie to you we have three seasons. We have fall, summer and winter. We don't have a spring here.
2: Especially spring this year like winter.
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't have spring this year. It went from because we have we our winter started really late. Like we didn't get hit hard with snow until uh, January 13th. That was our first really big snowstorm.
2: Like we didn't I'm get I'm pretty hit. sure that bc literally got snow before you guys did this year yeah, yeah we did yeah
0: because th- that was a huge deal again like winter warning watch like that is like a canadian thing of being like okay <laughs> which provinces right now are getting blasted by snow yeah um I, I actually no, i lied at christmas time we got hit with a giant snowstorm to the fact that like we couldn't even leave our house so christmas this year me and my fiance had to stay home because we physically couldn't leave like it took them it, the city didn't plow our our um streets till six days after
2: so we couldn't yeah. leave that was right? like where we are we had that like five days before Christmas we yep. had like a massive snowstorm, and it was just like I couldn't get to work I could barely get on the ferry home to go back to see my family and back like it was really really bad
1: well oh, I know planes couldn't even land like they were canceling flights at the yeah, airport it was awful. oh yeah
2: which actually leads me
0: to a question that it makes me sad that especially in Ontario, uh, there is no such more thing of snow days. Snow days are done, it's stay-at-home education days is now what they are. Um, what was your fondest memory if you had the chance to have a snow day? Like what did you guys do when you were kids?
2: Oh, oh my God. Um, I built an igloo with my friend down the street. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we we took like massive Rubbermaid containers and like I say we but I'm pretty sure it was her dad that did like 90% of it and we literally like filled Tupperware containers and then we like just stacked like I don't know ice and snow all around it and it was enough that like this was in 20 or like I want to say 2008 kind of thing like we had a really big snowstorm back then Mm -hmm. and it was just like I don't know like lasted for like a week we had this cool little fort that we just got to hang out with over the Christmas holidays then because that's just how it worked out and it was just like it was really neat to be like I'm Canadian and this is my igloo that I have made
0: <laughs> oh my god you're living the stereotype because they all like everyone thinks we just live in igloos anyways
1: oh I know it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah my, it- I have a little bit different story with that because like cause I'm not from Vancouver. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm from like a small town. That's like 10 hours North of Vancouver. Yeah. So it's like Northern BC. So we get probably just as much as snow as Ontario does. Right. So, Mm -hmm. but the community that I lived in, we didn't really have snow days. It was like too bad. You're going to school. (laughs) So See, and meanwhile I had like,
2: we literally, would get like maybe a centimeter of snow. Nobody would know how to drive. Everything was shut down. Um, people were stuck on the bridges for like hours because just nothing was prepared for snow and it would be like okay just no school that's fine just tiny bit of snow we're good
1: (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i would have wished to have a snow day but like yeah there'd be days where we like minus 20 out and it's like well i guess i'm walking to school (laughs)
0: that's crazy so
1: um
0: where i live we're we're just surrounded by lakes so all we get is lake effect snow like it's it, it's ridiculous, and I think the craziest uh, snow day experience I had was in my grade was my last year of high school. We had nine snow days in three weeks. Oh wow! <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was it was in, it was insane. Like we would we, we got dumped. It, it was literally called Snowmageddon. Which can we just take a minute? They always name snowstorms really funny names.
1: Yeah, it's they like,
0: do. It's like the snow apocalypse. Uh, It's like, there's always something. And I didn't know there was a snow day because in my high school life, I actually used to wake my parents up. They didn't wake me up. I woke them up so they could go to work because that's how responsible I was. So we had, we, we had been fighting the night before. So I didn't even want to like look at their presence so I just got up and like waited for the bus for like 20 minutes and the snow was like past my knees my dad comes (laughs) and gets me he's like I think it's a snow day and I'm like don't even fucking talk to me (laughs) he's like okay it's a snow day like get your ass inside and then basically for us like anytime it was just like a snow day um I had to shovel out the driveway like and then like hot cocoa and then like MSN messenger and sims and Movies. Oh my god! And like much music, music. Yeah. and daytime, ta- and then daytime TV, obviously. Um, yeah. you got you got to get your real fortune in, and yeah. your um,
2: okay, Price that's is the Right. Thing is, is do you guys remember the Weather Channel? Yes, of
0: course. I remember yes. the Weather Channel.
1: <laughs> my parents still watch it. Same. Oh my god, it still exists. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's still there. Oh
0: <laughs> well, yeah. For us, Channel Twenty Three, baby. Don't leave. I don't leave the house. Well, I don't have t- like. I have. I don't have cable, I have television. I don't leave the house without, before going to bed, knowing what the weather's going to be the next day and then double checking again.
1: That That's what some- my mom does.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like, like, what if it's going to rain? Okay, yeah. I don't want to get caught in the rain. I want to like plan out my shit better. Because it can like, like literally last week, when I left to go to work at like 6am in the morning, it was nine degrees. By the time I got to work, it was 15. By the time it was lunch break, it was 27. And by the time I got home, it was like 22. I had literally gone through four different weather changes. <laughs> and a fucking, like I had a sweater and a jacket when I left, got just to the sweater, had my t-shirt, put my
2: jacket on to leave.
0: Like it's like, it's literally like you have to bring multiple sets of clothes with you.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> That's like this last week. It's been like, it was like 12 degrees last week. and now oh, oh Yeah. My- 32 next week and i'm just like okay that's fine
1: <laughs> yeah it's so weird right now
0: okay can i ask you guys a dumb question because like, i guess i know you're out
1: um
0: west um do you like do all your houses like are they set up for like do you have like central air do you have like regular heating i know that's a dumb question to ask but i know a lot of places are, like in this pro- like country don't have central air
2: i mean i think a few places like where i am like i'm on vancouver island where I am it is old 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 1800s 1900s houses yeah and they are like and like really old apartment complexes like my apartment complex is newer and we still don't have central air like we don't even have it set up to be able to have an air conditioner here kind of thing like it's just like people who can have air conditioners are just very lucky from what I can gather from around here but if you go like a little bit northern from where I am right now there's like a lot of people with newer housing and like probably slightly wealthier that could have like afford to have central air book like built in I guess but
1: Mm -hmm. where I am definitely not
0: I got you Amy how about you
1: um well the house that I'm well gonna be leaving soon but we were renting (laughs) um it's an older house but yeah it has I get like what what is central air again
0: (laughs) so central air is um you know like our thermostats we can turn on heat we can also turn on air so we don't need to have an air conditioning in the window Like the air conditioning is already built into our home we just have to turn it on
1: oh yeah no there's no AC built in here there's heat like uh forced air like heat through like vents and stuff but there's no like uh AC We, we have our own individual like AC unit we bought yeah and we just stick it in the window when we need to or whatever. But yeah, there's no like AC like in built into the house. It's a pretty old house, it's, like from the seventies. So that's
0: fair. Yeah. That, that's that's crazy to us. Um, you like both homes, even older homes now have central air. Like oh. that is a that is a huge component passing, especially in come twenty, I think it's twenty thirty five in Ontario. Every house has to have central air. Like that is like unheard of for us to not have a house that does not have central air and if it does it's a fucking house from 200 years ago knob and tube style <laughs> like i shit you not it's it's crazy to like to us because like right now like my central air is on like like as soon as like it gets slightly warmed we shoot that air on right away and then we still have fans going because the heat heat rises right so yeah <laughs> yeah again we it's also confirm our or not confirm i should say canadians we like to complain when it's cold we also like to complain when it's hot
1: yes (laughs) yes yeah I, i think
2: it's like speaking as somebody who grew up like relatively close to vancouver yeah and the constant thing with vancouver is that it's like oh my god it's like one of the rain it's like i think literally one of the rainiest places in canada yeah and it's like i didn't grow up with an umbrella i just went outside if it was pouring rain, I like maybe if I had to walk home from school, I used an umbrella. But like I was having this conversation when I was actually in Vancouver last week with my aunt and it was mm-hmm. pouring rain. And I'm like, no, I, I just I don't really care. I'm like, if my hair gets ruined, it gets ruined. I'm in Vancouver. There's really no like <laughs> it's just not something I cared about. But then if you give us hot weather, we all freak out. Yeah, like yes. immediately freak out for some reason. And it's just like rain is our comfy cozy, and we like get sick of it. And then all of a sudden, we get sun, and it's like, oh my God, we got sun, but none of us want it. We all want rain.
0: <laughs> that, oh, it's so true. And like for us, like in Ontario, we live for beach days. Like that is our shit because there's so many lakes around. We like, we have the main lakes. Um, mm-hmm. We fucking hate rain here. Do not give us a rain day. We will re- like everybody is miserable if, if it's a rainy day. Give us a sunny 29 Celsius day here. Everybody's happy.
1: Everybody's you, at the lake.
0: <laughs> everybody's at the lake, right? Everyone's either at Grand Bend, Turkey Point, um anywhere around Lake Ontario. Like that is like the shit for us. But I actually have to ask you guys a question What are your guys' thoughts on the rest of the provinces? I'm just I'm just curious I mean this is this is this is the time to be real I'll I'll, I will give you my thoughts after
1: sure do you want to go first (laughs) um I mean yeah
2: I okay so essentially BC to me is just like I don't know they're just people we exist here I live with them and they feel like they're like household members for me kind of thing um I think the territories I think people who live in the territories are fucking cool I'm like, I just, I feel like living near the Arctic Circle for me, I've always wanted to go. Okay. So it's like people that are able to live there and withstand the climate and like able to afford living out there is insane to me because the prices are like absolutely berserk compared to here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from, okay, my brother is like a touring musician and he's driven through the prairies and like the rest of Canada multiple times. Yeah. And from what he's told me, Alberta for like 30% of it is cool. And then the rest of it just becomes a mishmash of prairie provinces. And I apologize to the prairie province simmers because I, I, I like you guys, but I'm confused by you living in a flat place.
0: Yes. Like I can't,
2: <laughs> I'm like, I would like, I like ocean and I like mountains and I like yes. being able to see bumps in the world around me. And my brother literally said, he's like, you would just drive hours and hours and hours and you'd wake up and you'd still be driving and nothing had changed um but yeah and then honestly Ontario to me is just Ontario and Quebec to me is just like Quebec and then the Maritimes Maritimes to me are very cool (laughs) to me they're like colorful and cool and that's that's my thought of Canada
0: (laughs) I'm gonna let Amy go before I like stop on your parade because like teach us in Ontario that like we are the best province and nothing else matters. (laughs) Amy how about you?
1: Um, Yeah so like same thing with BC like I agree you know I live here so I'm just kind of like just something that I'm used to but I like it you know I like the mountains and the ocean and stuff you get you get all these different climates in BC right like you know you have some deserts here you have rainforests you have you know big huge like rocky mountains and stuff so we got kind of everything here and then the prairies um well I've actually lived in the prairies before so I lived in Alberta That's oh that, yeah I lived in Alberta a long time ago and I also lived in Manitoba so I've been in both those provinces and yeah man you don't get used to the flatness <laughs> and the swamps you know it's just so flat and then it's just so cold there because you get like this really bad wind during the snow and stuff. So I don't really care for that. But I don't know, some some of the people were nice, you know, depending on who you hung out with and stuff. Um, Ontario, I've actually never been to Ontario, which is kind of weird.
0: That's fair. I've never been to BC. So yeah. Okay. It's, it's totally normal.
1: Yeah. So um, from what I gather, Ontario, like especially Toronto kind of maybe thinks it's the center of the universe <laughs> in Canada oh my god I have a really good story for that after um and then Quebec and then Quebec like I haven't been there so I I don't really know much about it and then like um like the east coast like the maritimes and stuff I definitely want to go there just Mm -hmm. because like the people are just so nice yeah like they're so nice so friendly the accent is just I love it like because it's got like you know like a mishmash of like Cause a lot of the people that like, came to the East coast were like from like Ireland and, yeah. and Scotland and stuff. Right. So it's got, it's got kind of like that mishmash in there and I don't know, it just, it's a beautiful place too. Right. And then obviously like territories and stuff, the same thing with what Juby said, like, I don't know how like people can adapt to live up there. That's just like crazy. Right. So that's kind of my take on the entire country. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like, I like it. Um, Juby, were you going to say something?
2: Oh no, I was going to say, I did go to Ottawa, that's where mm. I've been, that's the only place I've been to, and it was cool. I got to go at Halloween, I got to go through the Governor General's Haunted House thing. Oh cool. And that's about it, That's those are all my thoughts on Ontario.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fair, uh, someone who's from Ontario, has always been from Ontario, uh, Amy, you said Center of the Universe. So fun story when it comes to anybody from Toronto, that's absolutely true. Uh, They do think they are the center of the universe. They think that they are the capital of Canada because like when you go to Toronto, like you're you're a Torontoan. Um, So for a lot of people that actually don't know, there is a Canadian Premier League for soccer and there are leagues spreading all across the country. And a lot of people don't know that because soccer is not very prevalent here. Um, It's hockey. But soccer is becoming more prevalent. But because my fiance is really into soccer, I've been to a lot of Canadian Premier games, and he's part. Like, he cheers for the Toronto team because he's from Toronto, and um, their supporters is literally called the center of the universe.
1: Oh my!
0: <laughs> because they know that if if you're Canadian and you're Toronto, it's the center of the universe. Like they're That's like so
1: appropriate. <laughs> I
0: know. Uh, thinking about the other provinces, um, basically the. Uh the prairies are just flat land. You can see your dog run away for 2 weeks. You can just yeah. see them.
1: Oh yeah, um, I've driven across them too, by the way. I've driven from Manitoba to BC. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. It's a long drive.
0: I'm sure cuz it's just like nothing and it's just like, "Oh, just fields.
1: Fields."
0: <laughs> uh Al- Alberta is to us Texas. Yeah. Very cuz like Ontario, I mean, obviously we're run by Doug Ford right now, which is not ideal. <laughs> but, like, we're usually pretty liberal here. Yeah. Like, the big cities are liberal. It's the um, the small rural towns that are, are usually pretty conservative. But, um, w- like, we treat Alberta like it's Texas. BC, we treat as California. Um, yeah. <laughs> if we want to go to the mountains or, you know, snowboarding or anything, like, it's out to BC. Uh, Quebec, Ontarians and Quebec, like, we don't like each other um, because... <laughs> I shoot you not. Which before I continue, do either of you speak French like fluently?
2: No, <laughs> not one bit.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, so for us because we're so close, like it's really bred into us to speak French. Oh yeah. Um, and if like if you go to Quebec and you don't speak French to them, holy balls!
1: Oh yeah, they get mad.
0: They get mad because they are like French is their national language and it, it's only New Brunswick that has two national languages which is English and French yeah um but yeah like anytime I have to deal with anyone for, in fact, they're like bonjour and I'm like hello and they're like <laughs> comment ça va and I'm like is there an English person that I can talk to oh from Ontario yes I can transfer you I'm like but you just you just spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know to me Um, and then like my family is from Newfoundland, so I special spot in my heart. I love Newfoundland. They are a completely an like amazing.
2: Oh, and they're you, so
1: fun. And you know okay. a Newfoundland straight from um, the
2: day. Apparently, St. John's in Newfoundland, like yep. is the cheapest place to live in Canada and yes. also one of the happiest places in Canada. Oh, really? Yes. really? So my my
0: whole family (laughs) is from St. John's, Newfoundland. You could go buy a house down there right now for $100,000. And it's a big house.
2: I'm leaving today and going there tomorrow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, y'all have to get used to the weather down there because it's even more crazy. Like they only have summer for maybe two weeks. That would be stretching it. Like a, a summer day to them is an 18 degree day.
2: And fun. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you want to live the twilight dream, yes. If you I I i like sun. But um, like a, a, the thing is, is when it comes to Nova Scotia, Ontario ruined Nova Scotia in the last like two to three years because the pandemic taught everybody that they could work from anywhere. So on uh, Halifax had a giant influx of people from Ontario buying homes there and then like working there are tech jobs for toronto but in halifax so like if you go to halifax there's more people from ontario there than there is halifax like people from nova scotia
1: that's yeah it it got really like over rushed with people and then all their housing prices went up (laughs) yeah
0: well that and that's exactly it because it's so expensive to live in ontario like i can't even describe it to you like us i I mean you guys are in BC, which I actually asked my parents this this weekend, like, what do you think is more expensive, living in BC or living in Ontario? Because apparently living in BC is the most expensive yeah. province to live in.
2: It is, yeah. Yeah, if you put it on like an actual scale of like comparatively to all the other provinces, they just did it because um, we had like the minimum wage go up around here. Yeah. Um, and literally it's because Vancouver in general and like the lower mainland where we all are typically is yeah. the most expensive place to live okay in British Columbia so like
0: like how much is a loaf of bread there how much is like a dozen eggs like how much is a carton of milk I'm just I'm just
2: curious um okay well I'm an anomaly because I'm gluten-free yeah but for example like for the bread that I want to buy for like I don't know seven eight slices of bread for me for gluten-free mm-hmm. it's like 10 bucks Jesus. yeah and, and for like carton of almond milk which is like a one and a half liter carton kind of thing okay. yep it's like six bucks for one now and it used to be two for five like not too many years ago so it's gone up significantly that's insane so what is
0: what's minimum wage there then
2: um I think it just went up to I want to say it's 1650 if not 1750 something like that I know yeah, for yeah, us it's around there yeah
0: in Ontario, October first, it comes up. It goes up to sixteen fifty-five, and that's not livable.
1: That's no, it's not too low.
0: It's way, way too low. So, like for an example, I had I bought because um, I'm currently doing no additional sugar and mm. uh, keto. So I bought a loaf of keto bread that was fifteen bucks. But if I was to go buy like a normal loaf of just like no name bread, maybe three dollars, and that would be a stretch. Um,
2: uh, milk, like relatively five dollars here for a regular thing of bread. Now,
0: milk runs in about 329 to four bucks, depending on the brand. And a carton of eggs is now 369 um, which is a lot because when I started baking like 10 years ago, like freelance baking, it a carton of eggs used to be eighty eight, and yeah, now they're, they're $369. Think, um,
2: I'm trying to think of what eggs are. I wanna say they're like six dollars to eight dollars, depending on where you are. Um, what how much is your guys' cheese? Um,
0: are you talking just like a block of cheese? Like, just like a special. Standard
2: cheddar cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah, if I was to get like a black diamond cheese, if I was to get that at Sobeys, if not on sale, I'd say
2: $8.99. Okay. So there is one that's near like where I am. I went to Walmart last Monday. Yeah. And I don't really like Walmart. So I don't shop there very often, but it's like cheaper. So we went. Yeah. And it was, I kid you not, $25 for a block of black diamond cheese. Like a good block of just old age cheddar cheese. Jesus
0: Christ.
2: Yeah. It was for Walmart. That was insane. I think I ended up buying a cheese that was like, no name brand seven dollar nine dollar something like that and like that was the cheapest one there
0: that's literally insane
2: um yeah
0: <laughs> i think that last time i was like what the fuck i went to walmart to buy because like walmart is significantly cheaper yeah um also other fun facts apparently like obviously like, there's dollar stores in like canada but like in the states like there's like the, like fair and fall between like there's not that many but, like, Dollaramas are fucking everywhere in Ontario.
2: Are they everywhere in BC? Dollarama is top tier. Yeah. yeah Every other dollar that. store sucks. Dollar- yes. Dollarama is the best
0: one. Yes. Yeah. Fuck Dollar Tree. I fucking Going hate Dollar tree. tree. I love Dollarama. Every time I'm in there, I'm like, ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> so many, like, fun things in here. Um. But anyway, so Walmart, Um. because I was talking to Nard villain last night, because I was like, yo, did the States have dollar stores? Because, like, y'all need to shop at dollar stores if you don't. Um a block of butter was like $10 and that was a no name block of butter at Walmart and I was like what the fuck is this <laughs> As a baker that's like a staple. I remember when like I remember thinking when like $6 was too much for butter. $10
2: for- Do you guys go to Costco for butter?
0: Um we do, but the thing is, is like if you're in Ontario, you love fucking Costco, and like going to Costco is a six day preparation. You like you need to get oh. yourself like psyched up, like you're gonna go, and <laughs> then you go, and then you're fighting through crowds, and then you get your hot dog and you leave, and then you and then after like oh fuck, I forgot this, I gotta go back to Costco, and then you just start the six day process again.
1: I um, hate Costco.
0: <laughs> I like it for the samples, but then COVID ruined that, and now they don't have oh, samples I know. anymore. I. I like Costco to an extent. Um, We don't have kids currently, so I think we would enjoy it more if we were, like, having to feed multiple people. But because it's only two of us in this house, um, things kind of really go to waste. Like, at this point, like, we use Costco for more of, like, snack foods and, like, litter and stuff like that. Like, I have seen the butter there. It's it's still, like, $18.99 for, like, Two blocks, and I understand that that's significantly like it's you're if you're coming down a little bit, but I wouldn't since I'm not a baker anymore. I would never use two full blocks, and I know butter never like never goes bad, but if you don't like seal it correctly or take care of it, like it will go bad in the fridge.
2: Okay, see, I find that wild because I'm very sure, and like I went to Walmart or not Walmart, um, Costco. Sorry, and like I don't know, like I don't know a month ago or something like that. Yeah. and I distinctly remember seeing butter for maybe not even eight dollars like a block of butter and you can go to like Walmart now and I think you can get a block of butter there for like six bucks but like I know at one point my grandma who's like a huge baker mm-hmm. we would go to Costco and get her blocks of butter and they were like 4 five dollars and you could just go buy like six or seven blocks of butter for her and she'd be stocked for like ages mm-hmm. so it's wild it's $18 for that's that's insane
0: 18 well, bucks for two baby
1: I paid yeah. like uh well this is fruit fruit is flipping expensive yeah. yeah but like I bought like um there was like some cherries yeah it was like a bag of cherries um and it was funny because my my husband was buying it right and he just grabbed it and he thought it was like six bucks for it, right and it didn't realize it was like a different By price way. Yeah, <laughs> he went to the he went to the till and he put it on. and It was like twenty two dollars, and he was too embarrassed to go put it back, so he just bought it. Oh. When I used
2: to be a grocery store cashier back in like twenty sixteen, there yeah. was people who would do that, and it was yeah. like the prices that was right when I think twenty sixteen is when prices started going up like insanely. Yeah, and um, I remember there were like green grapes. And this woman had, like, a fight with me because she was, like, this was the price. And I'm, like, ma'am, it's by pound. I'm, like, it's literally by pound. I'm, like, your grapes are $33 because it's by pound. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, like, took her grapes and, like, separated them at the till and took them apart and then, like, got it back down to, like, $10 worth. It was, it's a whole thing. I understand your husband's horror for that. Yeah. Oh, my.
0: Are you hello are you guys back hello yeah okay guys um so zoom just died um, <laughs> that's fun that's also awkward because this is an uncut podcast so if you just heard a bunch of swearing being like what the fuck is happening i still have 10 gigs of space left why are you not fucking working you're welcome <laughs> for that treat yeah, because we're like in the midst of talking about grapes and I literally just watched my screen go down. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you just laughed and were like, oh, where'd she go? <laughs> like, it's fine. We'll just hang out.
0: Yeah, that's so weird. Again, apparently my my Zoom crashed. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, so grapes are expensive because people don't understand the difference <laughs> of buying it per pound versus... Um, like, I, cause you see it all the time. They're like, oh, it's like a dollar ninety nine per pound. Like, it's it is like you have to look for the LBS. So that's yeah. Funny. It was
2: like I know there's like some around here that are like six ninety nine per pound, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, speaking of ridiculous, I gotta ask. So, like being an Ontarian, like we love our strawberries. Like that, like strawberry season is right now. Like strawberries here are like dirt cheap. Is there any other fruit? Uh, that's out in BC that is super grown for you guys? That's really fresh.
2: Um, I'd say probably blueberries. Okay. I grew up in like near blueberry fields. So like we could walk down the street and you could pay 15, 20 bucks and you get like 10 pounds of blueberries. Okay. Just, you could go pick them yourself. Like it's kind of like a thing, at least where I grew up.
0: That's fair. Uh, Amy, how about you?
1: Um, I'd say for down here... Well, it depends where you go. You can usually get blackberries. There's a lot Mm. of blackberries and blueberries as well. Um, And sometimes strawberries you can get uh, local ones. So, yeah. That's that's
0: right. Literally right now, it's fresh Ontario strawberries. Fresh Ontario strawberries. Like, I literally went to Sobeys yesterday, um, got fresh strawberries for $3. And it was a giant container of them. And I had already eaten them by the time I got home from walking. Like, I don't, like... (laughs) that is like our shit right now is everything is strawberries because they're so dirt cheap like because they like there's god there's like at least three or four strawberry massive fields in ontario like that's like the big thing like especially if you're in southwestern ontario you go to heman's i was there on saturday and the lines to get your fresh strawberries
2: i know (laughs) know there's one place in um like in the lower mainland i know like in i think surrey bc yeah. Um there's strawberry farms out there, but then there's also like if you go to like Chilliwack.
1: Mm-hmm. Chilliwack
2: is like when you go into the Fraser Valley, that's like where you start getting like the farmland area of like the lower southern area of BC yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um and so like Chilliwack and Abbotsford, you get a lot of like I think it's called Berry farms. And that one I at least know from like growing up, that was a really popular one to go to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but that's like the only one I can really think of around here
0: that's fair uh just it was just a, I I've always wanted to ask I me mean, like y'all like, other provinces do you guys like berries and stuff because like obviously <laughs> out in like Nova Scotia and like Newfoundland like lobsters and fish like that's their thing because it makes mm-hmm. sense and then like in Ontario we also have like all the wineries so it's grape heavy so I was just always curious if like any of the other provinces being like oh no like in August this is like the time to get peaches or this is the time to get asparagus and
2: well we yeah. have like that here like we have um we have like the Okanagan and stuff like that's like where we have a ton of wineries we have mm-hmm. a ton of like we literally have a place called Peachland, which is like yeah <laughs> I feel like there's peaches grown there it feels like there has to be um there's like a place called Okanagan Falls and Oliver and Pemberton and, P- and Ticton like in o- okay. Soyuz, all those different places, they are just like flowing with tourism of like okay. deserty landscape winery. Yeah,
1: you can get a lot of fruit out there. Like I remember I we used to go out there to like uh, not Peachland, I can't remember where it was, but it, out in that area and like yeah, we would get like peaches and like nectarines and because they have fruit stands like everywhere. Everywhere. So, yeah.
0: Well, See? good to know this is this is why i'm like i feel like us like again everyone on Terra is like we're the best and no other provinces <laughs> count or matter because we're the best we are the center of the universe we're the center of the country
2: literally we are the actually center of the this, country. okay actually the center of the country is regina saskatchewan shut up really <laughs> yeah the center of north america is actually regina saskatchewan like mm-hmm. literally the center of the continent I did not know that. I did not know <laughs> that. Geography major fun facts.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I let's talk about some Canadian geography. You came to play. You we already talked about this before. <laughs> lay it on me because I didn't know till today. Well, because I was Googling like fun facts about Canada, that there's six time zones in this country. Yeah. Cause that's just how big it is. <laughs> it's massive. Okay, yes. but Juby, lay it on me. What's some what's um, some fun Canadian facts?
2: Well we're big <laughs> we're like we're really big we have um it's interesting because like our northern territories make up a ton of like the arctic circle mm-hmm. um but then you also have places like for example bc we have two different like sets of deserts in canada so i believe one of them is in the i want to say it's in the prairies uh, but one of them is definitely in it's a soyuz in bc um but we also have like there's the rocky mountains there's the uh oh what's where so bc is called the cordillera it's like that's the technical term um but then you have like the canadian shield which goes from manitoba all the way until i think it's quebec okay. um and basically it's just like that's the Hudson's bay and it's just a massive rock and that's hmm. why it's very flat and roly polyoli over there like You guys have these cool hills in Ontario. They're called drumlins. Okay. And they're just like, they're literally just like chunks of like rock that the massive ice sheet that was once over Canada just kind of rolled over and like left these massive lumps of land. And that's where you guys got your mountains. Whereas ours kind of like collided with some whole tectonic plate type situation And then there was a lot of thrusting and a lot of different things that happened and heat and pressure and we got Rocky Mountains. That's fucking awesome. That's kind of my knowledge of Canada.
0: (laughs) That's awesome though. Like again, like I don't remember Canadian geography because the only things I can remember of doing any type form of Canadian geography is like, where's BC? That's BC, this is (laughs) a province. is this Saskatchewan or Manitoba and I'd be like it's the same
2: they look did you s- guys ever have to color maps and then oh. like you always had to write Saskatchewan in your map but you had to put it in horizontally
0: yes and yes. that it would
2: never fit yes. <laughs> yeah
0: yes a hundred percent like because it's it's such a fucking long for like, like province um yeah. <laughs> okay is there a province that you guys forget that exists
2: New
1: Brunswick
0: oh my god thank you queen because I was gonna say like New Brunswick I always forget New Brunswick what's
1: that think- what, what's that other one PEI or something yeah oh, I love uh, PEI it's so like tiny and cute
0: I know like P- PEI Nova Scotia oh well yeah PEI is like a small little guy. but yeah. again I always associate that like they're like there I guess
2: but I've forgotten that there's like a northern part to Ontario multiple times.
0: Oh, the part where you can't live in? Yeah. It's crazy. The part
2: that's like just like you can't live there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like I so I live in this like very southern base where like everybody in Ontario lives. That's that's the problem. This province is so fucking massive. But 80 of us live in the same 80% of us live in the same spot. Um, but like if I want to get to Thunder Bay, you have to fly there. You can't just drive to Thunder Bay. We have you have to fly. And if you wanted to drive, I mean, you could, but you you would have to like leave the province to come back into the province to like get to Thunder Bay and spend 20 hours driving from where I am. Like, that's fucked, and that's not even okay. like half. That's not even like halfway. That is like there's still like I would say it's like maybe like 40 percent of the province up, and like the rest of it's just unlivable. It's literally just—it's called the unlivable part of Ontario. Like you can't. Oh, like, it's un- unlivable though, because it's so there's it—it's trees. It's all forest. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. It's just unlivable. It's also really close to the Arctic, so it's really fucking cold.
1: Like oh really yeah, that makes cold. sense.
0: Yeah, it's literally, and that's where the bears are.
2: It's up the bears. there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know that's like again, so everyone, everyone in scared of bears. Like that's like bears is our kryptonite. But I mean, we're more scared of like coyotes and wolves snakes
2: okay so when I went um I went home to go visit my family last week right yeah and so where I live now I don't like I'm in more of a city essentially yeah but I grew up in basically on the border of rural and suburban okay so I grew up with like black bears constantly like always had black bears literally when I went to go visit my parents in the last three weeks I've seen probably four or five different bears just like chilling in my front yard just because they're out and about doing things um there's always coyotes there's always deer there's always all these things and like last week me and my really good childhood friend walked out to um just this massive lake and river type situation yeah and we walked out to like the beach that's like probably half an hour away and like total black bear territory and we were out there till like 10 30 at night And we're just like pitch black dark and her and I are walking back and we're like, hmm, do you think there's any bears? And like her and I grew up in this area. We know everything like the back of our hand. And she's like, ah, probably we'll be fine. And we just walk back. Like it doesn't phase us kind of thing. But I posted like on my Instagram story, I posted a picture of a black bear. And the amount of responses that I got on my like sims instagram of oh my god what is that where is that from oh my god you're so close to it and i'm like Mm -hmm. this is my backyard this is just what i grew up with i'm like they are more afraid of you than you are of them like that kind of situation they're like house spiders to me like they just kind of show up and you just deal with them
0: (laughs) what about house hippos (laughs) just kidding oh yeah house hippos Hippos. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, did you guys did you guys like watch like TVO and like YTV, Teletoon? Yes. Um. Yeah. Family Channel. R.I.P. Teletoon. It's gone now. It's t- our Cartoon Network bought it out last year. That makes me so sad. I loved Teletoon.
2: Teletoon was better than the Cartoon Network because it was Canadian, yes. and it's yeah. just like it had everything <laughs> so curated, comparative to like the states. It was like you'd watch it and you'd be like, "This is Teletoon."
0: Yes. Cause it was all Canadian. content. Like I didn't know that totally spies was Canadian until like I- into my adults. Like I didn't know it was like a Canadian show. I was like, what? Wild. Yeah. Cause so was the other one. Uh, Martin mysteries, also Canadian. Uh, obviously a- Angela Anaconda, Caillou, uh, Braceface, uh, Caillou's Canadian. Caillou's Canadian. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, I
2: thought he was a global phenomenon. I think everybody needs to know about him.
0: <laughs> that's a Canadian treasure. My friends. That is, I uh, mean, we, we are Caillou. Kind of but when I say okay, so when I say of like Canadian nostalgia, like what comes to your guys' mind?
1: Uh, oh, I know one off the top of my head here. Little. Um, Mister Dress Up.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you guys remember that, right?
0: Oh yes,
1: yeah.
0: yes. Yeah. How about like much music? Like were you guys like much music kids that you are like? You would like, rush home.
1: Oh my god no
2: my mom would get mad at me if I watched it she didn't think it was good TV same with YTV like I wasn't allowed to watch YTV or much music
0: (laughs) well like how else like you didn't that means you like you would have never watched like Fairly Odd Parents and like all the other like, like Nickelodeon shows that ended up on YTV
2: I watched Nickelodeon shows but there was like a really good portion of them that like I was just never allowed to watch so I don't know. I spent a lot of time on Family Channel and I had a lot of Disney movies, and that's gr- what I grew up on.
0: Okay. I have two facts to mind baffle you. One, Life with Derek. Did you guys remember that? That weird I love
1: Life with Derek. The weird yeah. show
0: that the stepbrothers brothers and stepsister are like they're like, are they gonna fuck?
1: Like there's Literally too much like
0: sec- <laughs> okay. So it was filmed in London, my hometown. It took place in London. And Casey's mom, like her real mom, was my culinary teacher. Oh, weird. <laughs> another weird. Another weird fact is because like I'm like I'm in Ontario. Um, I went to school with a lot of Justin Bieber's
1: cousins. Oh wow.
0: Yes. Jeez. Um <laughs> small like small world. Very small world. I went to school with like three of his cousins. Um, huh. and they're like, he's a dick. Um my my brother my stepbrother went went to kindergarten with ryan gosling
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah because like again a full-on ontario kid uh rachel mcadams still comes home to st thomas all the time you'll just see her just riding her bike in st thomas (laughs) all the time another fun crazy fact so who remembers cadet kelly because that was like iconic to me
2: that was like one of my favorite movies growing up
0: (laughs) so you know the dance scene at the end the choreographer like just like that is my best friend's neighbor and she still has the gun the fake gun with hillary duff's signature on it
1: which movie is this cadet kelly
0: cadet kelly it was a disney movie uh, oh I don't like, think I saw that like 2000 2001 like that was like my shit like I learned like I got into dance because of that dance number and I got to meet her and she does a bunch of like other Canadian content and I was like holy shit that's fucking cool yes but again it's it's fun cool facts like I don't know what what fun, cool oh I mean also everybody in Ontario knows somebody who knows the Arkells it's pretty it's yeah. a pretty common thing have you guys ever yeah. seen them live
2: no but like one of my really good friends that I met in like post-secondary yeah she is like a huge fan of them and has met them a number like she's just like one of those like band people that just meets people yeah um like lives in Stockholm now so that she can meet bands it's like just what she's gone to do with her life and I'm like congrats like kudos to you girl you're living everyone's dream um but like she's the same thing like arctic monkeys and Arkells. yeah she spends a lot of time like finding where they are and I'm like that's fun it's, it's a good hobby
0: <laughs> that's a fun hobby I think I've seen the Arkells 15 times live but it's pretty generous to oh say that God. um they are the best rock show I've ever been to they put on a great show if you ever get a chance to see the Arkells you will not be disappointed
2: do you guys have um like Michael Buble so um, Michael Buble he went to school where my dad went to school okay um and before I quit my old job and moved away um I worked at a music lesson center Mm -hmm. and his niece and nephew came in to start learning lessons shit um yeah and they were (laughs) like literally they were there and then I quit and I'm like I'm like a big Michael Bublé fan (laughs) and like I just I love him he's like it's good things all around and uh I don't know It was like I left and I was like oh it'd be so cool if one day he got to come in for the recital and blah 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 sure enough that guy went to the recital literally this winter I moved away he was there at the spring like I was so mad (laughs) but it was cool that like everyone got to obviously meet him and he went and like listened it was just it was quite cute
0: that's so cute Amy how about you do you have any fun stories to share
1: um well not any that I've like met celebrities or anything because I haven't met any so (laughs) I'm pretty boring.
0: <laughs> that's totally it's totally fair. See like the thing is like Ontario we're like we like the Arkells, we like lights, we like um obviously Drake. We like uh the weekend. Oh yeah,
1: you guys love Drake.
0: <laughs> we we do like Drake. Honestly, the, so the ongoing joke is that when you see a, tro- a concert in Toronto that Drake's going to show up. It's, like, it's a joke, right? So that actually happened one night. It was a, it was the weekend concert um and the crowd goes silent and um they come they come back out for the encore because like let's take a minute here every every artist is gonna have an encore okay they're not done they're not like oh we're done the concert's not done until the lights are off so
2: it, he, Kelly like, Swift we, doesn't so
0: <laughs> I know but like she just it's a three-hour fucking tour we need an
2: encore okay
0: <laughs> she played 41 songs
2: it's not enough oh my god
0: (laughs) also you got to go alex has gone twice and she's not added any canadian dates well everyone's now panicking is is canada not going to be added is she not going to perform in canada
2: i'm like oh my god i saw this tweet the other day that was um because i have like a swifty twitter and um i saw this tweet and it was can the next war is taylor swift against canada And I just lost my shit. I was like, it was the the tweets that were coming out were just like hilarious. And it's like, to be fair, like I'm going to her Seattle concert, which is literally a month from today. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'm excited. I got a ticket. I get to go, sure. But I'm like, I was really looking forward to Canadian dates. Mm -hmm. So that way I could go with like more friends and not have to actually travel out of the country to go see her. Yes. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's a thing now. Like I think Harry Styles he had a Vancouver show and an Ontario show and he canceled them and like never rescheduled for Canada either. So, and it's like a thing after 2019 and 2020, people just don't travel to Canada anymore because it's also too expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it
2: is.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, but that's like, that's, it, it hurts. Cause like Jason and my best friend Sierra have been like, that's all they've been talking about for like six months now is like, we, we got to see the airs. Like we tried to get tickets to the Chicago yeah. show, we couldn't um and now we're like Europe 2024 maybe but again maybe
2: in Paris for my birthday and I'm like well oh, maybe I'll go
0: <laughs> but yeah but you're closer that way like you'll fly that way like we have to fly like over the rest of the country and continue going and you could just fly over Asia it's a little faster going that way
2: I think we go oh I don't, right. know, I don't even know what direction we go I think we'd go to, like, I think I'd probably have to stop over in, like, New York or, like, Ontario and then go to Paris. Think
0: think give a go that that. I feel like, like they would just, I feel like they'd just go from BC this way instead of this way. That's such okay. a waste. That's such a waste of yeah, air gas. Anyways, long, <laughs> long story short, saw a weekend concert, Drake shows up at the end, and the crowd lost their fucking mind we t- we start singing drake's pa- spot and he like stops singing and he's like this is why i fucking love toronto and like everyone lost their fucking minds mm. so long story short we like the- we like drake we like the weekend and belly what else do we like we like everybody that's like ontarian if that makes sense well um does anybody have any fun facts before we have to switch over to talking about some very sad revelations that have come to light in the last couple of years.
1: I have one. Fun
2: facts. (laughs) (laughs) I have one Canadian fun fact. Let's go. Let's go, Um. Apparently, uh, the longest coastline in the whole world is in Canada. Oh, okay. So apparently there's like 200 odd thousand kilometers of coastline. And it's because we border three different oceans. Yes. Um, I think it's, it's the Pacific Atlantic and Arctic. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know that's my, that's my
1: one fun fact I have for you.
0: <laughs> I like it. Amy, how about you?
1: Um, fun fact about Canada that we say a a lot. <laughs>
0: a and sorry. I'm yes. like notorious. I like, well, like I'll have sorries off of people being like, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. And then we forget why we're saying <laughs> sorry. Um, v- very true um I would say uh a, definitely a misconception about Canadians is that uh we actually have to lock our doors um yeah <laughs> it's come it's come to my attention that some countries don't think we lock our doors at night
1: oh my god
2: because
0: we're just that peaceful. I mean
2: okay I feel like some places like some areas of like BC itself yeah I can totally see not locking their doors but like in like whole general of Canada, isn't it? It's just like lock your door. Yeah, <laughs> don't exactly. Trust people like we're Canadian, we're nice, but don't trust people that much.
0: Yeah, lock your door. <laughs> uh, we also don't live in igloos. Uh, we don't wear parkas. Yeah. Um, we don't have to hunt for our food. I mean, some some people do choose to hunt for their food, but that is a personal preference, not a surviving method mechanism. Um, and we kind of look like America. Okay, like if you've ever been to Detroit canada looks like we're very similar especially ontario any border town it very similar you don't just like come across the way to canada and be like oh it's the arctic it's not like the game it's not game of thrones okay it's not like beyond the wall (laughs) is fucking arctic okay like i mean that is a part of canada but it's it's up further but um canada is a great place to live um yeah, it's very multicultural. It, we're getting more multicultural by the day. I really appreciate, it, and I love seeing other cultures coming in here and, and sharing, um, you know, their cultures with us. Um, we do have uh, universal-based healthcare, um, that is very nice when it comes to um, needing to go to the hospital. We don't have to pay for hospital visits. It blew my mind to you know how expensive babies are to get born in the states, and the fact that so many people have multiple children in the states. I, we couldn't even afford to have one if we had to pay. Um, for labor there are many good uh aspects of it in canada but we cannot shy away um about the indigenous culture in um canada we have treated them so poorly we took their land away and i think we should give it back to them and it's because it's come to light in the last couple years i mean we all knew about the residential schools but it's become a real talking point and especially in politic years of what it's like um, uncovering every horrendous thing that happened in the residential schools. Not, not only that, but seeing the unmarked graves as a huge damper on Canadian culture. I think it is ridiculous that um, we have a truth and reconciliation day, which is September 28th and we do not celebrate it, but government employees celebrate it. I think that is absolutely disgusting. We are giving people who caused Indigenous people like suffering, and we give the, we get them. They get to have the day off. I think that is ridiculous. I think at this point, yes, we are part of the Commonwealth. Uh, countries i don't really feel like we should celebrate the queen's birthday anymore i know may 24 is a huge part of canadian culture especially in ontario that is our kickoff of summer that is camping season and everything but i wish we would not celebrate the queen's birthday and i wish we would celebrate more of the indian cultures and talking about them more instead of us saying well we gave them guns and they liked us and not and skip over the genocides because that happened, and it's going to happen again if we continue to not talk about it properly and I would like to open up the floor to Amy and Jubi to talk about this like a harsh topic of like, yeah, Canada is really great and awesome, but if if you're Indian, it's not that great.
2: I guess it's like
1: yeah,
2: I don't know. I did um. I did an indigenous call it like an indigenous class a couple of semesters ago. Yeah, and I was out of probably about twenty people. I was one of the only fully white people there, mm-hmm. and so I actually had somebody in my class who was indigenous or is indigenous. Sorry, and um, she had family that literally was in residential schools up until I think the last one closed in nineteen ninety six um and which is nuts that's like it's absolutely insane Mm -hmm. um and like she told us these stories about her loved ones and what they went through and it was just like it was absolutely horrifying and it's like it's nothing that I can say that I can ever resonate with like I'll never be able to resonate with the pain and the horror that these people have had to deal with and so like when I sit here and I'm like I have a geography major and I'm working on like all these different classes I'm like I am very open to going and learning more and, like, understanding and listening. I don't want to talk over people. I don't want to talk for them. Like, I just want to, I don't know, I live on the unceded territory of the Coast Salish people. And it's like, I recognize that now. And it's like, I, like, had this conversation with my friend a couple weeks ago. And she was like, oh, we were off-roading in our Jeep. And we were on, we didn't realize we were on residential territory. And she was like, but it's fine. Everything in Canada, like, everyone owns the same space and I'm like no and I literally like I shut her down I was like no you don't understand I'm like that is literally their territory Mm -hmm. and where I grew up there was an area that I grew up in that was like four or five cities worth of indigenous territory and now they have less than 10 kilometers available to them Mm -hmm. and it's just like to me it's absolutely insane that we have taken all that land and just like industrialized it farming all these different mm-hmm. things have gone on like it's just it's insane to me
0: I could not agree more I think it's it's really sad and I think we need to do better and I'm excited I'm happy to see now that like say it's a hockey game and they'll say this land was um a Métis and in like Inuit tribe and I'm, I'm happy to see yeah, that like
2: a land acknowledgement yeah
0: and I I love to see that the thing is is our generation accepts it it's the older generations that don't they're like why are they doing that why does it matter it matters like what if somebody came into our homes right now stripped us of everything we owned told us that we couldn't believe in the god that we believed in we had to change everything about us sent us off or sent our children off to an undisclosed location to teach them a different religion and if they died they died in an unmarked grave like that's bought and the government's not really doing anything about
1: it and that really kind of they talk about it but they don't really they don't create any solutions for it right like it's it's obviously a major problem that's needs to be addressed and stuff and like the other thing too is like because I grew up like um in a small town up north right Mm -hmm. and I actually grew up along the I don't know if you've heard of the highway of tears before no yeah okay so the highway of tears is basically um, it's a long stretch of highway um, that goes through BC and there's been like I'd say it's about I think it's about over hundreds of women that have gone missing and most of them are indigenous women um, have been murdered or gone missing and like the town I grew up in like was actually right by that highway like up north so you would hear a lot about women going missing up there and just like yeah they just haven't done enough to like figure out what the heck is going on with it because it's been going on since the 70s yeah
2: Yeah. and it's like it's not stopped like they still have um I believe that's what's correlated with red dress day yes uh, yeah where like you'll be driving around BC here and like I live in an area where there is a lot lot of different um, like just uh, treaty type areas. And um, essentially it's like, you go through and you just see red dresses hanging everywhere. And Mm -hmm. it's like the fact that we are in the 2020s and we're still staring at this, like they're brand new ones that are put up. They're still using that as their advertising to basically get their message out there. And it's just like, I don't know. I grew up um, near, there was a, it's a serial killer named Robert Picton. And oh, yeah. <laughs> he, like, I grew up very close to him. And he, a lot of his murders happened to be indigenous women from the downtown east side in Vancouver. Mm. Because at the time, it was easy just to pick them up and take them away because the government didn't look at them as humans. They were just like, oh, they're just numbers on a population. And it's like, it's heartbreaking for me to think about that because it's like, like you see a white person go missing and it's like crazy all over Mm -hmm. the news, everything like that. But there are people going missing every single day. And we like have to share Facebook posts or have to share like social media. And like, I have friends that are like, you have to share this. Oh my God, it's not being covered. And it's because they don't want to cover it. They constantly cover it up because it just happens so often.
0: Mm And I I think it's really sad because like, so growing up, I, it's no secret, I grew up in a very conservative home. Um, you can just imagine uh, the m- amount of misinformation that was spread to me um, as a child, because I believed it. Um, I would love for the, the end of mis miscommun- like false information and being able to talk openly about everything that's happened and everything has now started to come to light um which is really good but as you're saying it, it's still it's still currently happening reserves are still very much a thing right or in because you're like oh like they just want their status card they just don't want to pay taxes and all they do is sit on welfare and beat their wives like that is the furthest thing from the truth but that is what that's but that if that's how it's portrayed in the older generations it's like oh they just want their status card
2: yeah, and it's like um like what you were saying about like September 30th. Um my work, I work at a physiotherapy office mm-hmm. and I got a lot of older clients. And essentially I had to say to them one day, oh yeah, we're closed for September 30th. Um, you know, for the indigenous folk in rep- remembrance of like truth and reconciliation day, like that's yeah. we closed down the business for it. And like people were mad. Uh that we were taking a day of treatment away from them because they're like, oh, well, so-and-so is this and this and this and this. And I'm like, the things that they uttered to me were so awful. And I was like, well, this is a day for them. And I think it's no different than our November 11th remembrance day that we have. I'm like, it's, it's orange shirt day. It's a day of remembrance. It's a day of grieving. It's a day of loss. It's a day of learning. Mm -hmm. and it's like the older generation does not see that but the younger generation does
0: which is good that the younger generation does the thing is I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this and I'm gonna ask us to go back into our memories of you know kid like knowledge especially like I know you you did uh geometry so you have you did like post-secondary but for like for me I went to Catholic school for a good chunk of it I'm gonna sit here and tell you they were the heroes in that story and that's what they taught us. So I didn't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's it's who it's it's who teaches it, right?
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: you also didn't have to take science, but you had to take religion. It came down to science, Canadian history, art. <laughs> that was your elective. Elective. You didn't have to oh, take yeah. it. Like that's fucked. So, and any of my memory of anything, as I all I remember is the like HBC, that's in the Bay Company, obviously. Um, we, we, we made some beaver hats. Um, we went to war at the States. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. But they never got into the genocides that we caused, that was really skipped over.
2: I don't know about you, Amy, but I know where I went to school. I never was taught about, like, we learned, we had social studies. That's mm-hmm. what our, like, Canadian geography and history kind of went into. Yeah. Um. And so we had, I don't know, we, like, learned the basics of Canada. This is where we are. This is how we got here. Yeah. But it wasn't, it literally was not until I was in post-secondary that I learned about not only like the actual horror of residential schools, it wasn't just like, this is a residential school. This is what it meant here. It's on your test tomorrow. Like that's what it was when I was growing up. But when I got to college, it was like, no, this is actually what happened. And then, oh, by the way, there was um, just like the racial movements that happened in the Maritimes and the slavery movements. Um, And then there was also the Japanese internment camps in BC. And like, there's a lot of things that happened that we are not taught about in Mm -hmm. like public education
1: yeah well that's the thing too like it's kind of weird for me because like I grew up in a a small town and yet um my school actually covered a lot of that stuff which is interesting (laughs) because like in elementary school because we had like a fairly large indigenous population in our in our town so um in elementary school we would learn about all the the carrier traditions and the food, the kind of food they eat and like the languages and their customs. And so we actually learned about all that. And then in high school, um, one of my courses, I think was for English, actually. um, We actually had to read a book that was on the residential schools. It was actually written by a lady, um, an indigenous lady that was from the area Mm-hmm. um that went went to the residential schools i think it's called stony creek woman you can look it up but it's a it's a good book but she wrote about her experiences of how she was taken away from her home and you know forced to go to this residential school and everything and we had to read this book and you know write about it and stuff like that so we actually learned a lot of the history believe it or not which is which is quite surprising for a little small town right because you think a lot more schools in the city would be more focused on teaching this stuff but I I guess not
2: <laughs> yeah because so. like where I was I was like closer I, to Vancouver and it was like we were I don't know like we've learned stuff but it was more like it was a field trip to gross mountain to go to the long house to go mm-hmm. look at everything and it wasn't like we didn't cover anything before the field trip. You just went on the field trip and this was your one day of learning. And then you maybe got that every few years. Mm -hmm. And like we learned about the first people of Canada, but it was never, like it was never about like the indigenous people who lived here and what their names were and who they Mm -hmm. were as people. It was just, what did they eat? Oh, they lived along rivers. Oh, they ate berries. Like that is what we were learned. And it was just like, it was so it felt so whitewashed in a way that it was just like exactly like Stasi said like it's like you were just handed this knowledge of we are the white people and we came first and every we just booted everyone off and it was mm-hmm. like that's the knowledge that I grew up with and then I took that course in college and I was like holy shit I'm like this is all so wrong I, I literally was so blindsided and I was mm-hmm. just like I just, like, I have, like, such a huge hole in my heart because I'm, like, I did not know about all this knowledge that I should have known growing up. Like, this should be very transparent. We should be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And we just didn't teach, like, our generation.
1: We didn't. Yeah.
0: Again, like, I think we spent more time talking about Vikings. Like, I think that's fucked. Like, I can remember talking about the different types of vikings that came and like how they again vikings are not great either okay but they like were like they saved everybody vikings came (laughs) and like taught them how to hunt what that's not fucking true they killed people for sport vikings well
2: it's like it's like um learning about like the yukon gold rush i wrote like a huge paper on it a number of years ago Mm -hmm. And it was the fact that like, I don't know, it cost like $5, something around there. Like it was a very minuscule amount to us now, but it was say paying somebody a thousand dollars for all -hmm. of your goods and then paying an indigenous person who knew the area would get you to and from where you needed to go to pan their gold from their river. Mm -hmm. And then you would pay them like 20 bucks for like a month's worth of work. And it was just like that was normal and that was okay. And it's just like it baffles me that we've just never ever fixed that at all. Like we just let it slide, and you don't learn about it.
0: The thing is, is it's still sliding. Like yes, we're doing these really great things of you know, Truth and Reconciliation Day, but only government employees are getting it in Ontario, and I think that's ridiculous. Like I was so pissed. Like I wrote a letter to my my MPP. And was like i want this changed i want you to i want you to go to congress and i want you to explain to them how we need to educate everybody on the importance of why this cannot happen again and Mm -hmm. change education so people talk about it instead of saying like i remember is like juby said like we like residential schools happened like that was a thing i remember clear's day learning about residential schools they were like that's where children went to special school That's literally what I was taught. It was a special school for them. That's fucked. That's Mm -hmm. not true, but that's what I was taught. And like you said, I was blindsided completely because I was always an arts kid. And because I had a learning disability, I didn't really like enjoy school, but I liked the arts. So anytime I could get rid of like geography, history, science, I always went towards the arts because that's where I was able to be creative. So, that should also change as well. We should be able to have the arts be able to have take give they provide education for science and geometry and Canadian history, but teaching it right instead of teaching the winning side. I want to hear both sides, not just the winning. And the winning side is wrong half the time. It's how we want to tell the story and how we are always the heroes. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. And I don't think this is going to be solved anytime soon. And I think the only way we're going to do it is if we continue to talk about it and stop shying away from having conversations, and especially t- educating the older generations that it's not okay to be like, oh, they just drink their booze away and you just go, you know, they, they smoke cigarettes, and fuck, this, fuck, it doesn't matter. White people fucking drink their money away and smoke cigarettes, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, like I think it's bullshit. Like I can remember, I like one of the high schools I went to. It's where the reserve kids went, and it was a big deal. Like that, like parents were like, "You can't send your kids there. That's where the that's where the dirty reserve kids go." Oh. And that school had police, drug dogs, um, gun detect like metal detectors, uh, constant locker checks, um, and every time I I was only there for a couple years. But any time a drug bust was made at school, it was a white kid. Yep. Yeah. Always was. Uh. And then when I went to Catholic school, there was no, there was not one Indian person there. And it was, it was mind baffling to go back and think about that. Cause I, I like to go, like my mom likes to go home. Like when I go home and she's like, Oh, Jennifer, remember like when you were in high school and you were nice. Here's the photos of that, and I like went through my high school yearbook. In my graduation year of high school, everybody was white. Wow, that's Fox. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: There is a um there's a book that you can read. Um, so the author, mm-hmm. um, it's like it honestly, it was a textbook that I read for a class, but this is the textbook that taught me, Every single thing I probably, I don't even need, like I need to know, but I need to know more of as a young adult living in our current like society and like how we are dealing with these issues and like presenting these issues and listening and learning from them. Um, Her name is Chelsea Vowell. Uh, She wrote a textbook, it's called Indigenous Rights. It's a guide to First Nations, Métis and Inuit issues in Canada. It is written from her perspective. And it is like, I don't know. It was one of the, weirdly, it was like one of the best books I think I could have read for myself, um, just like learning wise,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, because it's a really hard book to read. It is a very, very, very hard book to read. Um, And like I said, I have, I can't, like I can resonate, but I can't resonate with the emotions that are in this book, but it really puts into perspective how we are as Canadians and how these issues have like been raised Mm -hmm. and whatnot I mean like if you guys are if anyone's looking for a book that is a really really good book to pick up and read about all of these types of things
0: well I'm gonna have the link below please if you're listening to this and you and you want to learn and you you want to broaden your horizons and step outside of talking about like how the HBC company saved Canada and how like us white people save the world which is not true go go read go read this book go go read about every culture out there and get the experience of knowing the other side of the grass instead of it just always being like white guy always wins and i think that's we, we got to change that because that's the farthest mm-hmm. thing from the truth and i'm so sick of hearing well you can't say merry christmas anymore you're gonna offend somebody i'll still say merry <laughs> christmas you can still fucking say Merry Christmas. This isn't communist China. Say what the fuck you want. <laughs> Look, my friend who lives in China can't say what he wants. He gets censored. Oh. You can walk outside right now and be like, fuck Trudeau. Nothing bad's going to happen. You walk outside in China, you're like, fuck the president. I don't even know what the China- Chinese president's name. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but like, again... <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm so sick and tired of everyone being like, Canada, like, guys, it's like Nazi Germany here. We have no rights.
1: Sure. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Well, I mean, the stupid convoy. I won't, I'm not even gonna get into the convoy on this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. The convoy. Because well, oh, yes. it, it was, because it was in Ottawa. And it, you they would literally block off parts of the highway for the day. So people couldn't get onto the highway.
1: Because the convoy was stopping
0: too. it, it's fucking ridiculous.
2: Yeah, s- it was. It was so brutal. It was so awful. <laughs> yeah, because I like like yeah. I live really close to BC's capital, and it's like
1: mm-hmm.
2: it was like I could not. One of my favorite things to do is drive downtown and go to the beach and just mm-hmm. enjoy the space and the scenery that I have available to me. And it was like I literally could not do that for months because it just happened every single day if not every weekend for like months on end and it was it was brutal and it was wrong and it was awful and I I hated it Mm -hmm.
0: I could not agree more um Canada like we can be a great country but we can do better and we need to do better and the only way we're going to do better is if we educate ourselves to ensure like I said that this never happens again and not only that let's fix the problems that what's already let's let's fix the drinking water in reserves and why are can anybody go to the reserves and get gas that's a huge thing in ontario and i'm sure everywhere else is like oh we just go to the reserve and get gas oh you just go to the reserve to get cigarettes oh you just go to the reserve to get weed like that's a thing like, fuck off fuck off <laughs> just let's just end reserves completely let's just give them back their land And then maybe they can educate us how we can fucking save our land. Because like right now we are running out of land because all we are doing is continuously building. My city is a small, it's three cities combined because we're a tri, it's literally called the Tri-City. They are building 37 new high-rises in the next five years because they cannot keep up the demand of like where we live. No, no. Let's stop destroying this beautiful land to build fucking high rises. I'm tired of seeing these beautiful parts of land of just being like, oh, well, it's being turned into development. Like I used to live, there's, there used to be nothing. There used to be beautiful farms behind it, gone. They're all homes now. All million dollar homes that no one can afford to live in. And you're like, again, I'm, I'm not t- making this turn off into a, range of, a tangent, but Canada, we can do better. And I know you can. So um, I want to thank Amy and Juby for coming. Do you guys have anything else you want to add?
1: Come to Canada, come have a vacation, get that maple syrup and have a Tim Hortons. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, you know, come come see, like there's a lot of pretty things to Mm -hmm. see. Um, There's a very, very dark history that I implore you to learn about and understand. Mm-hmm. um But also, there's there's a lot of really cool things here, and it's really pretty. And just pick up after yourself if you go to our national parks, because if I find yes. your trash, I will call you trash. So
1: <laughs> hundred, don't, don't don't be a trash dink. Yeah, <laughs> I love that.
0: Also, don't pick the national flowers.
1: That's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, people do that. Yes. Oof.
0: Oh, it's a five hundred dollar fine to pick a trillium in Ontario. Because oh, wow. so many people picture Um, I do actually have one final question. I do want to uh, end this off on a somewhat of a cheery note. Um, as fellow Canadians, we like Tim Hortons to an extent. Um, GB, I know you're gluten-free, but what is your Tim Hortons order? If you have a Tim um, Hortons order.
2: Okay, I'm going to date mine back to the pre-gluten-free days. Yes. Um, so like around, I don't know, 2013, let's say. Yeah. Um, I was a solid, like French vanilla, not even an ice cap, ice cap in the summer, French vanilla in the winter time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then either a cruller, like a honey cruller donut or the vanilla dipped, either Mm -hmm. one. And then the ham and Swiss ham and Swiss, sandwich that they do not make anymore that makes me really mad because people deserve it but yeah that was my order
0: (laughs) I like it Amy how about you
1: um mine drink is kind of the same like easier either like French vanilla cappuccino like a medium Mm -hmm. or I'd get like a, a double double steep tea okay those are really good and then I would get like I'm not a p- big donut person so I'd probably either get like their frosted cinnamon rolls which are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a while though but um and then either like their chili with a with a bun or their chicken noodle soup with a bun
0: very very good answers. Um for for me, I was an apple cider girl when they had apple cider cuz it was the best. Apple
2: cider days.
0: They were so good. I used to work at Tim Hortons and that's when they had apple cider and that used to be my drink. But after that, I've become a french vanilla or an ice cap girl. I'm I'm a Timbit person. Through and through. I got to get 5 chocolate Timbits, 5 birthday cake Timbits or if i'm not if i'm like oh, they don't have any of those two flavors i would get a chocolate dip donut a peanut butter cookie or like a like um a long john if they have any of those but anytime i'm sick i will have i have to have tim horton's chicken noodle soup it's just something mm-hmm. in it just like literally like heals your soul i don't know why <laughs> yeah. i don't know what it is but it like literally heals you um Last but not least, I want to end the stereotype. Do you ladies like hockey?
1: Funny enough, I don't. (laughs)
2: Okay. I only only just learned that the Stanley Cup is actually, was a, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I guess, or last, I don't know, something like that. It was was last Um, week. Oh, okay, cool. Cause like, I only just learned it was like in June. I think, I think it varies, but I was very sure it was like in April. Like I went many, 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 many years assuming it was like March, April. Oh, that was so. too. Yeah, see, okay, thank you. <laughs> it's no not just yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm 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 gonna be the stereotype. I love hockey. So I uh, was as soon as you said I was like, but <laughs> like baby girl, we're not even in playoffs. Like we might just be getting into playoffs. Um yeah, I'm, I, the, I'm I'm
1: listen, the I'm the, the weirdo that likes curling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but that that's a huge <laughs> thing, is curling.
1: Yeah. yeah not in Ontario
0: I mean obviously some people in Ontario but like if you're a Leafs fan you're bred to be a Leafs fan in Ontario
2: it's our thing yeah no we just the connects from my knowledge they never won a game I've been to a few games and they never won anything so to me I'm just like well that's the end of hockey for Juby Sims (laughs) you you know the Leafs haven't won the Stanley Cup since 1967 right who is winning the Stanley Cup all the time. We can't just let the Canadian teams win.
0: Actually, it's it's American teams. I think the last time a Canadian team won was 2002 and I think that was Calgary. Oh. Yeah, well, oh, Calgary. Yeah, it's actually the the powerhouse of hockey is Tampa Bay Lightning. Um I could see I could see the New York Rangers, uh Boston uh the Boston Bruins. Uh, I want to say that's it. And, like, you have, like, obviously, like, your Minnesota Wild and, like, your other, like, middle states, but, yeah, it's, the U.S. has won a lot. And it Canada came really close to winning in the COVID year. Uh, it came down to Montreal and Tampa, and Tampa won. Oh, well. But that, sh- that should have been the Leafs year because the Leafs should have beaten um, Montreal Canadiens. But, the Montreal Canadiens play dirty. So that's why we didn't win. (laughs) Also, Marner doesn't know how to score or Matthews don't know how to score in a playoff game. And I'm a Leafs fan, so I I can say that. But if anyone comes out to me that's not a Leafs fan and says that, I'll be like, how dare you? You don't know. (laughs) Um, But Amy, Juby, I want to say it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming here today and indulging, you know, teaching outside the world. Honestly, it's crazy. Out of this, like people listening on my podcast, No one Canada really listens to it. It is more. I have more UK. That's sad. I have way more UK listeners now than even American. Go UK. (laughs) I it is UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Asia.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You're a global girl.
0: I am a global girl. (laughs) Uh, It's it's crazy. I I used to have a lot more Canadian listeners, and then they all they all went to the UK apparently like my entire UK is just because like I can see the metrics of like listen like everything UK is red it's just all red oh
1: jeez. Yeah.
0: and I don't know what really anybody in the UK besides Simmer so that's not my mom listening to so I appreciate that it's kind of
1: that's kind of funny though because like my spouse and I were in the process of trying to get EU citizenship yeah because his his mom was born in France so we're like trying to get that going and I'm like yeah man I want to go live in like ireland so yeah (laughs) Yeah, so if you so if you see the little thing pop up with like ireland then you'll be like oh there she is (laughs) she's over there
0: she's she's listening it's so funny so i because i was looking at because like i again i can pinpoint down to the city i can even point pin down to the area of the city so i was like Because sometimes I'll, like, I'll check, I'll listen out to the podcast, like, after making sure, like, it sounds good on Spotify and all that good stuff. And especially if there's any errors. And, like, the one day I was, like, listen to this podcast that frequently in this city. Because it it showed up in my city constantly. No, there's an actual fan in my city that lives about five minutes away from me. Because I I can see exactly where she listens. Or they listen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is how pinpoint I can get it. And I'm, like, okay. That's creepy that I have that much information of where my listeners live down to <laughs> the street. That's Jeez, locked.
1: A- analytics are getting crazy. Analytics. Are that's definitely- like okay,
2: that's like standard GIS analytics.
0: <laughs> no, I know, but like I shouldn't be able to be like, "Oh, they listen here." Or
2: oh, you got the, the local like Tim them. Hortons. <laughs> well it's like when you go to the grocery store and they're like can i get your postal code and you give them your postal code and then they take those analytics and they're like oh people from this area of the city are coming all the way to this area and then they use that in like all their analytics about how people are driving and transportation and that's a whole tangent that i could go on
0: did you want to come back and talk about that because that's literally how social media marketing works it blew my mind to show my former manager So, fun fact for any social media managers out there, if you live in Canada, I'm going to give you this fun Timbit, my final last Canadian Timbit. If you are looking to see where the most businesses are in your neighborhood, go to the Canadian Post website and pretend to send out a mailer. If you do that, it will break it down per postal code and you can go from residence, apartment, home, school, Business And say you just want to see businesses. You can say businesses that make a hundred thousand a year to 20 million to a billion, and you can select which ones you want and it will give you the radiance of where all the businesses are. So you can pinpoint. Okay. So and post, let's say post the code N2E has 600 businesses here. So, okay. So I know if I need to do targeted advertising, I'm going to go there because that's where the most businesses are in my, in my guaranteed area.
1: Oh, Wow that's wild. it's handy
0: <laughs> marketing guys 101 um because <laughs> i used to work in the print industry so i used to deal with mailers all the time so i i knew that pretty quickly and then when i switched over to marketing i was like oh just just go to canada post and flop that in there and you can like again even residents you can say oh okay so n2z has fifteen thousand residents here okay so if i want to sell central air because we all have to have central air by 2035. I'm going to target this family because I'm going to go down to even rentals. And and then you can even gauge to how old the homes are or how old is the neighborhood. Like it's, that's how fine tuned you can make it. Like mailers on Canada Post's website. And that's not trapped behind a paywall. Anybody can do it.
2: No, that's like free public access.
0: Yeah. Fun marketing tips, guys. (laughs) If you're in Canada and you're like, I don't know how to like, where to start and find businesses? So you do that's that's literally how I it was I blew my boss's mind, my old boss's mind. He's like, holy shit, like how do you know that? I was like, <laughs> it's right there. Just gotta look. Well, Amy, Jubi, absolute pleasure. Amy, where can we find your amazing work?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Elfishly Amy, same thing on Twitter. And YouTube is elfishly Amy as well. I post speed builds and all that kind of good stuff there, so that's where I'm lurking around.
0: Love it, Juby. Where can we find you?
1: Um, you can find me at Juby
2: Sims on Twitter and Instagram, and I have a YouTube now. So you oh, there.
0: <laughs> I have seen some of your YouTube videos pop up. I was like, oh, Juby has YouTube
2: it's a new thing we're trying it's like 2023
0: (laughs) do do you have a tiktok
2: oh my god okay i have a tiktok but i am afraid to use it because people on tiktok are very mean and very scary and i'm afraid of them so but i do have a tiktok
1: (laughs) dude reach out to
0: cookie because she's blowing up on tiktok right now
2: oh cool yeah
0: she like started a couple months ago i think she's already at like 60,000 followers
2: jesus
1: okay
0: yeah reach out to them uh, also reach out to nard villain as well he's a good kid he's like really big on um
1: oh i was gonna say everywhere i was gonna say with nard i was like i was gonna message him and be like hey yo you wanna you wanna do like a speed build challenge but i was scared to like message him
0: <laughs> honestly he is the sweetest guy ever he we have done now eight real life with stassi podcasts together like he's become oh, one of my be- he, he's become one of my really like best friends um yeah reach out to Nardville villain guys Nard villain love you podcast yeah brother. um <laughs> forgot we were recording there for a second um yeah go reach out to him like he's like he just got 10,000 followers on uh instagram with i think oh. one of his one of his reels just hit a million uh we'll oh hit my a God. million by tonight uh he got he now has 43,000 subs on youtube and I want his content's
1: really good, so it's like, amazing. It. Yeah, that's
0: like that's he's a videographer. Like that's what he does. Yeah. So like you can tell he loves his craft. I absolutely love him. We've become like really good friends, and like there's nothing more I can say besides he's an amazing guy. And if you're not following Nard Villain, I don't know what you're doing. Go follow. <laughs> go follow Nard villain. Um, but before we end up, this podcast actually had a sponsor today that um i have sponsorships now which is fun it helps pay Ooh, for things oh yeah um th- ladies ladies as on this call uh as makeup wearers we know what it's like to have you know baby peach or peach fuzz on our faces well you know what i have i i have no shame in the game i've got lots of peach buzz on my face okay i'm a white girl i get, you, you just feel it you go like oh my god jen you're gonna like <laughs> they're all fuzz. You know what? NARS wants to come out here and help you. Uh, They sent me their new uh skin uh, smoothing serum. You literally just rub it on the hair, like falls off your face. It makes your foundation go on smoother. It makes your moisturizer go on smoother as a girl who doesn't typically wear makeup. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm a moisturizing girl, I'm an oil girl through and through. When I have a a soft, smoother face, you don't really see like the fucking crinkles and all the lines. It really does make a difference. So if you wanna check out that product, it is exclusively in Canada. Uh, Please go check out uh, today's sponsor, uh, NAR Face Smoothing Glotion. So please go check them out. And thank you again for being me part of your summer campaign. I really appreciate it. Uh, Helps pay for the wedding, so. Please go check that out. (laughs) And as well, if you like what I do and you want to be on Real Life with Stassi, uh, please send me a message. This season will be filming until between now and November. So please, 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 if there's a topic you want to talk about, there's no topic that's too shy to talk about. Um, in the upcoming weeks, we will be I will be sitting down with an OBGYN talking about the importance of ovarian health. I will also be sitting down talking about uh, infertility. I will also be talking about the importance of good credit scores and what happens if you don't have one. I'm also talking about Yellowstone. Okay. So there's like really... We can talk literally about anything so if anything interests you please reach out um also i am on patreon i now have two patreons uh thank you uh mimi and alex i appreciate you guys supporting me if you want to become a patreon and you like what i do please consider subscribing i really do appreciate it um last but not least if somebody reaches out to you and asks you for money to come and to get an interview with me that is not me someone is pretending to be me out there I do not ask for money to come here. I want my guests to come here and share their stories. There's not a paywall to this. Uh, If somebody reaches out to you, Stassi, underscore J, underscore unplugged, underscore podcast at gmail.com. That is not me. So do not um, give them money. Please report them. If they message you on Instagram, please go report them there as well. I don't do that. And I have to keep saying that because I thought I was in the clear until today. And then somebody reached out to me today saying that they had gotten an old email from them. So that's please, annoying. Please, 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 please. If someone reaches out to you, um, I reach out to people. I re- I reach out through DMs. You know, like my social links are always below. Please, please, please do, please do not give this person money. Please. Um, anyways, and the person, if you're listening to this and you're doing this, please stop. Because you're hurting my, you're hurting my reputation. And not only that, you're both of you ladies have been on this podcast your first times. Did you guys have fun your first times? Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. Right. (laughs) This person is taking that joy away from somebody from getting to come on here and share their story. So please, if you're listening and you just want to emulate me, please stop. Please stop doing it. I, it's not a fun game anymore you're hurting the people around me and you're hurting people who thought that they had an opportunity to come get interviewed by me and you just take their money and run. So please stop. But Amy, Juby, absolute pleasure. Uh, Please go check out Amy, please go check out Juby. Uh, Thank you for coming here and indulging me and what it's like to be a Canadian. Um, Obviously, we had to start the competition off talking about weather, I couldn't think of a more appropriate way, and then ending it with Tim Hortons. So I want to thank you ladies both. Um, I also want to thank um, my listeners today, and uh, it's also Canada Day, uh, please be safe out there and uh, please be mindful as well if we're releasing fireworks, uh, we do have a lot of Ukraine refugees right now so please don't do it in residential areas. Please do it in safer areas because it can be very triggering and it's also triggering to dogs. So please be mindful of that. Love you both. And thank you guys so much for coming here today. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. We'll have a great rest of your day, ladies. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.